Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. All these things we strive for and work for and hope for and pray for, we already have those things because Jesus gave it all to us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm drawing to a close of my teaching on a sure foundation. This is a brand new book that I have out. I also have CDs and DVDs. Tomorrow is going to be my last day to promote this over television. And I tell you, it's powerful. I encourage you to get it. And also, we're, we've got a special offer of the Living Commentary, which that is a digital commentary that I have written and I have footnotes on over 22,000 verses in the Bible. There's 31,000 verses total, and I have written commentary on over 22,000, and we call it a living commentary because I'm still writing footnotes. And once you get this, every time you go on our website, it'll automatically download the brand new footnotes or any changes or additions that I've made to the footnotes, and it is a living commentary. And I tell you, it's the best thing that I've got to help you get into the Word of God. I just got a testimony from a uh, lady recently who said she'd been listening to me for three or four years, but she was just struggling. It seems like she couldn't uh, connect all of the dots and make things work until she got the living commentary, and it has just transformed it. Now she is into the Word herself and studying the Word on her own and receiving direction and revelation from the Lord. So it's really a great thing. I encourage you to get it. Remember that tomorrow will be our last day to promote all of these things through our television broadcast. I've been talking about the Word of God as being an incorruptible seed, and if you want to see the miraculous power of God in your life, you need to take the seed of God's Word and plant it in your heart. And I've used specifically this week John the Baptist, who was in a crisis situation, and instead of Jesus just giving him a compliment or saying some nice things about him that would have made him feel good, instead, Jesus sent him back to the Word of God to overcome his doubts. Man, that's huge. And then on our program yesterday, I used this example in Matthew chapter 8 about the centurion whose servant was sick and he implored Jesus to come and heal him. And as Jesus was going, the centurion said, I don't need you to come into my house. You speak a word only. Your word is so powerful that if you just give me a word and tell me that my servant is healed, that's good enough. You don't need to come lay your hands on him. You don't need to wave your hand over him. You just say the word only. And it was so powerful that Jesus marveled and said, I've never seen this great of faith in Israel. Now, this man was not an Israelite. He was a Gentile. And what Jesus was saying, it would be comparable to saying, I have never seen a person in the church that could believe this well. Here's a person who's not even in the church, and he has a greater faith than any of the religious people. What was it that made his faith so great? He put faith in the Word only. And I taught on this yesterday. Let me contrast it with one of Jesus' disciples' faith, or lack thereof. This is after Jesus was raised from the dead, and He appeared to the disciples. Some of them, you know, were uh, just shocked 
that He just appeared in the room. The doors were locked, the windows were locked, and yet Jesus just appeared in the room. But He manifested Himself to him, And so they went and told everybody else. And it says here in John chapter 20, and in verse 24, it says, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord, but he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. Let me just emphasize this. Most people think, I can't believe. No, you can believe. You will not believe. There are some people that have just made a decision. It may not have even been intentional, but nonetheless, you have just made a decision. You have trained yourself that unless you can see it, taste it, hear it, smell it, or feel it, it doesn't exist. You have chosen to believe that way, or you could say it this way. You have chosen to disbelieve anything that you can't just put your hand on and hold in your hand. That was your choice. Thomas said, I will not believe unless I can touch him, unless I can put my finger into the print of the nails, unless I can thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. And after eight days again, his disciples were within and Thomas with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands, and reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. Now, Jesus wasn't there when Thomas said this to the other disciples. There had been no contact with Jesus and these disciples prior so that nobody could have related this to him. Jesus just appeared in the room and instantly knew what Thomas had said, which again showed his divinity and the fact that he knows all things, even though he wasn't present and nobody had told him. And he told Thomas, now put your finger into the print of the nails. Put your hand into my side and don't be faithless, but believing. And look at this in verse 28. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. There's no indication that he actually put his finger into the print of the nails or did any of these things. But when he saw Jesus and knew that Jesus had heard everything he said, he just fell down and confessed Jesus as his Lord and God. So this goes to a point that I was making yesterday, that God's best is for us to believe the Word only. And He's constantly trying to get us to live by faith. It says, Hebrews 11:6, without faith it's impossible to please God. God is wanting to bring us up to His level. God operates on faith. You know, when it came to Abraham, He changed Abram's name to Abraham, which meant the father of many nations, have I made you. You can read this in Romans chapter 4. Before Abraham had any children, God called him the father of many nations because God calls those things that be not as though they are. Most people only call things that are as if they are, but God can see things. God operates by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And He's trying to bring us up to His level. He's trying to get us to walk by faith and not by sight. 
AND YET MOST PEOPLE ARE TRYING TO BRING GOD DOWN TO THEIR LEVEL. OH, GOD, GIVE ME, YOU KNOW, A SIGN. LET THIS HAPPEN. LET THIS PERSON SAY THIS. HAVE SOMEBODY COME PROPHESY TO ME. AND GOD WILL MEET YOU ON THOSE LEVELS, BUT HE'S CONSTANTLY TRYING TO DRAW YOU UP INTO WHERE YOU JUST BELIEVE IN THE WORD. THIS IS WHAT HE TOLD THOMAS. HE SAYS, PUT YOUR FINGER INTO THE PRINT OF THE NAILS. HE WAS GOING TO MEET HIM IN A PHYSICAL WAY. HE WAS GOING TO GIVE HIM TANGIBLE PROOF. BUT THAT'S NOT HIS BEST. HE WANTS YOU TO TRUST BECAUSE IT'S BEEN REPORTED, BECAUSE THE WORD SAYS IT. AND ANYWAY, THOMAS FELL DOWN AND SAID, MY LORD AND MY GOD. AND LOOK AT JESUS' RESPONSE TO HIM IN VERSE 29. JESUS SAID UNTO HIM, THOMAS, BECAUSE YOU HAVE SEEN ME, YOU HAVE BELIEVED. BLESSED ARE THEY THAT HAVE NOT SEEN AND YET HAVE BELIEVED. YOU KNOW WHAT THIS IS SAYING? THERE IS A GREATER BLESSING ON PEOPLE WHO TAKE THE WORD OF GOD AND BELIEVE BECAUSE GOD'S WORD SAYS IT THAN ON THE PERSON WHO BELIEVES BECAUSE THEY'VE HAD SOME PHYSICAL PROOF. THAT'S AMAZING. AND YET, YOU KNOW, THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT ARE JUST GIVEN OVER. They, THEIR WHOLE LIFE IS TRYING TO SEEK SOME PHYSICAL, TANGIBLE THING TO BASE THEIR FAITH UPON. YOU KNOW, I'VE HAD PEOPLE COME TO ME BEFORE AND THEY'VE TALKED ABOUT, YOU KNOW, LIKE THAT THEY'VE FOUND uh, THE ARK uh, ON uh, MOUNT AERAT. AND I'VE ACTUALLY HELD A PIECE OF WOOD THAT A PERSON SAID THAT THEY GOT FROM MOUNT AERAT, PETRIFIED WOOD FROM THE ARK. AND, uh, and I BELIEVE IT. I BELIEVE THAT uh, NOAH'S ARK LANDED ON MOUNT AERAT BECAUSE THE BIBLE SAYS SO, AND I BELIEVE THAT IT'S PROBABLY THERE. AND SOME PEOPLE HAVE DISCREDITED THIS, BUT PEOPLE SAY, OH, IF WE COULD JUST PROVE THIS, IT WOULD MAKE PEOPLE BELIEVE. NO, YOU CAN'T MAKE PEOPLE BELIEVE. YOU KNOW, JESUS WAS PRAYING TO HIS FATHER. THIS IS IN JOHN CHAPTER 12, AND HE SAYS, FATHER, GLORIFY YOUR SON THAT I MAY ALSO GLORIFY YOU. AND THERE WAS AN AUDIBLE VOICE FROM HEAVEN THAT SAYS, I HAVE BOTH GLORIFIED MY NAME AND I WILL GLORIFY IT AGAIN. AND JESUS TURNED RIGHT AROUND AND SAID, THIS VOICE DIDN'T COME FOR MY SAKE, BUT IT CAME FOR YOUR SAKE. IN OTHER WORDS, HERE WAS AN AUDIBLE VOICE TO GET PEOPLE TO BELIEVE, AND YET THERE WERE PEOPLE THERE THAT SAYS, OH, IT WAS THUNDER. IT WASN'T A VOICE. EVERYBODY HEARD IT. IT WAS AN AUDIBLE VOICE. JESUS SAID IT WAS AN AUDIBLE VOICE, AND HE SAID IT CAME FOR THEIR SAKE, AND YET THERE WERE SOME OF THEM THAT CHOSE TO DISBELIEVE, JUST LIKE uh, THOMAS HERE. I WILL NOT BELIEVE. AND MY POINT IS, THAT THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT ARE CONSTANTLY SAYING, WHY DON'T YOU MAKE PEOPLE BELIEVE? YOU KNOW, I'VE SAID THAT MY SON HAS BEEN RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I, MY WIFE HAS BEEN RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I'VE SEEN MULTIPLE PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. AND I'VE HAD PEOPLE SAY, WHY DON'T YOU PUBLICIZE THIS? WHY DON'T YOU MAKE IT? WELL, I TALK ABOUT IT. I TELL PEOPLE. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? YOU CAN'T PROVE ANYTHING TO ANYBODY. Uh, ANYWAY, I COULD SPEND MORE TIME ON THAT, and, AND I DON'T WANT TO DO THAT, BUT I'M JUST SAYING THAT THERE ARE PEOPLE THAT ARE SAYING, YOU NEED TO DO THESE THINGS AND MAKE PEOPLE BELIEVE. YOU CAN'T MAKE A PERSON BELIEVE. THE ONLY THING YOU CAN DO IS PRESENT THE WORD OF GOD, LET THE HOLY SPIRIT BEAR WITNESS. FAITH COMES BY HEARING AND HEARING BY THE WORD OF GOD. FAITH DOES NOT COME BY ARGUING A PERSON, BACKING THEM INTO A CORNER, GIVING THEM IRREFUTABLE PROOF. 
NOW, THERE MAY BE TIMES THAT YOU NEED TO SIT THERE AND DISPEL PEOPLE'S UNBELIEF AND COUNTER IT BECAUSE THEY ARE DECEIVED AND YOU HELP TAKE AWAY THE DECEPTION. I'M NOT SAYING THAT WE DON'T USE NATURAL THINGS. LIKE I'VE HAD PEOPLE ON MY PROGRAM WHO ARE INTO CREATIONISM AND THEY GIVE PROOFS TO COUNTER ALL OF THE MISREPRESENTATIONS THAT THE EVOLUTIONISTS ARE MAKING AND THINGS LIKE THIS. AND I DO THOSE THINGS TO A DEGREE. BUT MY FAITH IS BASED IN THE WORD OF GOD. AND THE PEOPLE THAT ARE GOING TO TRULY CONNECT WITH GOD, YOU HAVE TO DO IT THROUGH THE WORD OF GOD. AND JESUS RIGHT HERE IS MAKING THIS VERY CLEAR, SAYING, THOMAS, I WOULD HAVE GIVEN YOU PROOF. YOU COULD HAVE PUT YOUR FINGER INTO THE PRINT OF THE NAILS. BUT THERE'S A GREATER BLESSING ON THOSE WHO WILL JUST BELIEVE THE WORD THAN ON THOSE WHO HAVE SOME PHYSICAL, TANGIBLE THING HAPPEN. DID YOU KNOW JESUS COULD HAVE COME INTO THIS EARTH IN A SPECTACULAR WAY? HE COULD HAVE COME, YOU KNOW, uh, ANYTHING THAT MAN HAS NOW INVENTED, JESUS COULD HAVE DONE MUCH, MUCH BETTER THAN THAT. BUT HE COULD HAVE FLOWN INTO JERUSALEM IN A HELICOPTER AND GOTTEN EVERYBODY'S ATTENTION. HE COULD HAVE DONE THINGS IN A WAY. HE COULD HAVE BEEN SPECTACULAR. WHEN HE ROSE FROM THE DEAD, EVERYBODY IN JERUSALEM KNEW ABOUT THE CRUCIFIXION. I MEAN, IT JUST GRABBED THE ATTENTION OF EVERYBODY. AND HE COULD HAVE, WHEN HE ROSE FROM THE DEAD, HE COULD HAVE HOVERED OVER JERUSALEM AND LET EVERYBODY SEE HIM. HE COULD HAVE DONE THAT. BUT DID YOU KNOW THAT THERE'S NOT ONE VERSE IN THE BIBLE THAT SHOWS JESUS APPEARING TO ANY UNBELIEVER AFTER HIS RESURRECTION? THE ONLY PEOPLE HE APPEARED TO WERE PEOPLE WHO WERE ALREADY BELIEVERS, AND HE DID IT TO CONFIRM THEIR FAITH, BUT THEIR FAITH HAD TO BE BASED ON THE WORD OF GOD. HE NEVER APPEARED TO AN UNBELIEVER. YOU KNOW, IF JESUS WOULD HAVE BEEN LIKE MOST OF US WHO ARE JUST INTO, WE'VE GOT TO HAVE SOMETHING TANGIBLE, LIKE THOMAS, I'VE GOT TO SEE, I'VE GOT TO TOUCH, I'VE GOT TO FEEL. IF JESUS WOULD HAVE BEEN LIKE THAT, HE COULD HAVE APPEARED UNTO PILATE THE DAY THAT HE ROSE FROM THE DEAD. AND IF IT HAD BEEN ME, I'D HAVE STOOD AT THE FOOT OF PILATE'S BED, I'D HAVE SHOOK IT AND WAKED HIM UP. AND I SAID, PILATE, ARE YOUR HANDS CLEAN NOW? I GUARANTEE YOU, YOU COULD HAVE FORCED PILATE INTO RECOGNIZING THAT JESUS WAS WHO HE SAID HE WAS. HE COULD HAVE APPEARED UNTO HEROD. HE COULD HAVE APPEARED UNTO THOSE SOLDIERS WHO BLINDFOLDED HIM AND SPIT IN HIS FACE AND MOCKED HIM AND SAYS, IF YOU ARE THE CHRIST, PROPHESY, TELL US WHO WE ARE. HE COULD HAVE APPEARED TO THOSE GUYS AND TOLD THEM EVERYTHING ABOUT THEM AND LET THEM SEE THE ONE THAT THEY MOCKED AND RIDICULED IS NOW THE RISEN CHRIST. BUT JESUS NEVER DID THAT. HE COULD HAVE IN A SENSE, FORCED PEOPLE INTO ACKNOWLEDGING THAT HE WAS THE CHRIST AND THAT HE ROSE FROM THE DEAD. BUT YOU CANNOT FORCE A PERSON TO BELIEVE. BELIEF IS SOMETHING YOU CHOOSE TO DO, AND IT HAS TO BE BASED ON THE WORD OF GOD. I'VE USED THIS VERSE SO MANY TIMES, BUT ROMANS 10, 17, SO THEN FAITH COMES BY HEARING AND HEARING BY THE WORD OF GOD. FAITH COMES THROUGH THE WORD. YOU CAN ARGUE A PERSON MAYBE INTO AN ACKNOWLEDGEMENT. YOU CAN MAYBE BEAT THEM INTO SUBJECTION, BUT YOU CANNOT HAVE THEM BELIEVE THROUGH FORCE AND COERCION. IT HAS TO BE VOLUNTARY. IT HAS TO COME FROM GOD'S WORD. AND JESUS IS SAYING THAT THERE IS A GREATER BLESSING ON THOSE WHO HAVE BELIEVED WITHOUT SEEING. YOU KNOW, I MADE REFERENCE TO THIS BRIEFLY ON YESTERDAY'S PROGRAM, BUT I WAS RAISED IN THE BAPTIST CHURCH. AND IN THE BAPTIST CHURCH, THEY ARE GOOD AT TELLING YOU WHAT IT TAKES TO GET PEOPLE SAVED. AND I GOT BORN AGAIN AT EIGHT YEARS OF AGE, AND I PRAISE GOD FOR THAT. THANK GOD FOR THAT HERITAGE. BUT THEN THEY SAID, GOD DOESN'T DO MIRACLES TODAY. 
MIRACLES PASSED AWAY WITH THE APOSTLES, AND THEY DIDN'T BELIEVE IN ANY OF THIS KIND OF STUFF. THEY, they BELIEVED THAT ANYBODY WHO CLAIMED TO PRAY AND SEE SOMEBODY HEALED, THAT THAT STUFF IS OF THE DEVIL. AND THEY WERE AGAINST THIS. THEY DIDN'T BELIEVE THAT GOD SPOKE TO PEOPLE TODAY. They, OF COURSE, THE BIBLE IS FULL OF PEOPLE HAVING VISIONS AND DREAMS AND REVELATIONS, BUT THEY DIDN'T BELIEVE IN ANY OF THAT STUFF. THEY BELIEVED THAT YOU COULD GET SAVED, BUT MIRACLES, VISIONS, DREAMS, ANYTHING LIKE THAT HAD PASSED AWAY. SO WHEN I GOT BAPTIZED IN THE HOLY SPIRIT, INSTANTLY I BEGAN TO TAKE THE WORD OF GOD AND JUST BELIEVE IT THE WAY IT WAS WRITTEN, NOT THE WAY THAT IT HAD BEEN TAUGHT TO ME. AND I SAW IN THE WORD THAT PEOPLE HAD THESE DREAMS AND VISIONS AND REVELATIONS. AND THEN I GOT EXPOSED TO PEOPLE THAT WERE HAVING MODERN-DAY VISIONS AND GOD WAS SPEAKING TO THEM AND THEY COULD HEAR AN AUDIBLE VOICE. I HAD NEVER EXPERIENCED ANYTHING LIKE THAT. AND I'D BEEN TOLD THAT IT DIDN'T EVEN HAPPEN TODAY. SO WHEN I RECEIVED THE BAPTISM OF THE HOLY SPIRIT AND SPEAKING IN TONGUES AND GOT EXPOSED TO THAT, MAN, I STARTED PRAYING FOR THIS AND ASKING GOD TO GIVE ME VISIONS AND TO LET ME SEE ANGELS AND, OH, GOD, I WANT TO HEAR AN AUDIBLE VOICE. AND I WAS PRAYING FOR THOSE THINGS. AND THE LORD SHOWED ME THE EXACT SCRIPTURES I'VE SHARED WITH YOU THE LAST COUPLE OF DAYS. HE SHOWED ME MATTHEW CHAPTER 8 WHERE THE CENTURION HAD THE GREATEST FAITH JESUS HAD EVER SEEN, SO MUCH SO THAT HE MARVELED. AND IT WAS BECAUSE THIS MAN SAYS, MY FAITH IS IN YOUR WORD ONLY. I DON'T NEED ANYTHING EXCEPT THE WORD. AND THEN HE BROUGHT ME OVER HERE TO THOMAS WHERE THOMAS WANTED TO SEE SOMETHING. HE WANTED A VISIBLE MANIFESTATION. AND JESUS WOULD ACCOMMODATE HIM, BUT HE SAYS, THERE'S A GREATER BLESSING ON THOSE WHO HAVE NOT SEEN AND YET HAVE BELIEVED. AND WHEN I PUT THESE THINGS TOGETHER, I SAID, FATHER, I WANT YOUR GREATER BLESSING. NOW, I'M NOT GOING TO DENY ANYTHING THAT GOD WANTS TO DO. IF GOD WANTS TO SEND AN ANGEL, AND IF I PHYSICALLY SEE AN ANGEL WITH MY EYES, IF I HEAR AN AUDIBLE VOICE, I'M NOT GOING TO TURN DOWN ANYTHING THAT GOD WANTS. I'M NOT OPPOSED TO THOSE THINGS, AND I'M NOT SAYING THAT THOSE THINGS, PEOPLE WHO CLAIM TO HAVE SEEN AND HEARD AUDIBLE VOICES AND THINGS, I'M NOT SAYING THAT THOSE THINGS AREN'T REAL. BUT I'M SAYING THAT FOR ME, WHEN THE LORD SHOWED ME THIS, I MADE A DECISION THAT, GOD, I WANT YOUR BEST. I WANT TO BELIEVE BECAUSE OF THE WORD. AGAIN, I'VE REFERRED TO THIS VERSE A LOT, TOO, BUT IT SAYS IN HEBREWS CHAPTER 11, VERSE 6, WITHOUT FAITH, IT'S IMPOSSIBLE TO PLEASE GOD. AND FAITH IS BASED ON JUST THE WORD OF GOD, NOT BASED ON PHYSICAL FEELINGS, TANGIBLE THINGS. AND I WANT THE GREATER BLESSING. SO I PRAYED A PRAYER AND I SAID, GOD, I DON'T CARE IF I EVER SEE THESE THINGS. IF THEY COME, FINE, BUT I WANT TO BE A PERSON THAT JUST BELIEVES BECAUSE THE WORD SAYS SO, NOT BECAUSE OF PHYSICAL, VISIBLE, EMOTIONAL THINGS. I WANT IT TO BE BASED ON THE WORD OF GOD. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? THAT WAS NEARLY 50 YEARS AGO, AND GOD HAS HONORED THAT. AND I HAVE NEVER AUDIBLY HEARD THE VOICE OF GOD. I HAVE NEVER VISIBLY SEEN ANY PHYSICAL THING. NOW, I'VE SEEN RESULTS. LIKE WHEN I PRAY, I'VE SEEN PEOPLE RAISED FROM THE DEAD. I'VE SEEN BLIND EYES OPEN. I'VE SEEN DEAF EARS OPEN. BUT I MEAN, I DIDN'T SEE SOMETHING THAT MADE ME BELIEVE THAT. I BELIEVED IT BECAUSE GOD'S WORD SAID THAT IF I LAY HANDS ON THE SICK THAT THEY WILL RECOVER. ALL THINGS ARE POSSIBLE TO HIM THAT BELIEVES. MY FAITH WAS BASED ON THE WORD, NOT ON ANY VISIBLE, PHYSICAL THING. YOU KNOW, I HEARD A MAN ONE TIME SAY THAT HE HAD AN ENCOUNTER AND GOD PUT A BURNING IN HIS HANDS, AND SO HE WOULD PUT HIS HANDS ON, YOU KNOW, EACH ON THE BACK AND ON THE CHEST OF A PERSON, AND IF THE FIRE... I MAY GET THIS 
wrong, but it was one of these two things. If the fire that was in the palm of his hands jumped between his hands, then that was a demonic power that he needed to rebuke. If it just burned in his hands, then it was a physical healing. And he had these physical things that he could feel and that he used. I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. And praise God, more power to him if that's the way that God speaks to him. But you know what? I don't have those things. I haven't had a burning in my hands. I, by faith, perceive the power of God based on what the Word of God says. And I believe that that's God's highest. I'm not criticizing anybody who has these other things. Again, if God wants to do anything for me, I'm willing to receive it. But I have made a decision that, God, I want to believe Your Word. Your Word says that believers will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So whether I feel a goosebump whether I have a vision, whether I hear an audible voice, when I lay hands on people, I believe that they are going to recover because that's what God's Word says. He said in Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, Go heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, freely you've received, freely give. He didn't say for me to pray for the sick, although I pray for the sick. He didn't say pray for them. He said heal them. In other words, that implies that I've got power. I've got authority, and it's up to me that I can take my power and authority and I can speak. Death and life are in the power of my tongue, Proverbs 18, 21. And I can curse sickness, curse cancer, command it to die. I can speak life out of my mouth. I'm doing this because what, of what God's Word says, not because I see something, because I feel something, because I hear an audible voice. I'm doing it based on God's Word. And I haven't done it perfectly, but I have seen the supernatural power of God to the point that I've seen the dead raised, blind eyes open, the lame walk, the deaf hear, the dumb sing. I have seen miracle upon miracle. I know that it works. And I'm telling you that this is God's best for you. There are people watching this program right now that you are going through something and your faith is wavering and you are like Thomas, unless I can see, unless I hear an audible voice, oh God, send, you know, some miraculous thing. You're asking for a sign from God. And you know, if you keep asking, God, because of His great love, may come down to that level. But you know what? If you get an emotional, some physical fix, you're going to, it'll, it'll wear off and you'll have to have another fix and it'll have to be a higher dosage and you can become addicted to just carnal things that you're using to verify your faith. Or you could come up to God's level to where you just take the Word of God. And like Jesus said, yea, rather blessed are those that have not seen and yet have believed. There's a greater blessing on you just taking the Word of God. There's some of you watching this program that you know what God has said to you. You know a promise about healing, a promise about your business, a problem, promise about your marriage, about relationships, a promise about, you know, just whatever it is. You've got a Word from God, and yet everything in your life doesn't look like it's matching up and you are struggling, your faith is wavering, and you're saying, oh, God, do something. I believe that God had you tuned into this program so that you could sit there and hear this truth, and God is trying to draw you to a place to where what does God's Word say? What are the promises that He's given you? You need to act on that. You need to get to where you stand on God's Word. There is a greater blessing 
for those who believe just because the Word says it than because you've had five confirmations and three prophecies and two visions and five dreams. I'm encouraging you today to take the Word of God and just let it be absolute authority. Romans 3, 4, let God be true and every man a liar. And if you'll do that, that's where the greatest blessing lies. Again, tomorrow is going to be my last day to offer you this brand new book entitled A Sure Foundation. I've also got CDs, DVDs, and we've also got this living commentary, which I consider to be the best thing I've got to help you and to minister to you. It'll be a blessing. Listen to our announcer as he gives you the instructions, and then please call or write today. We hope you were blessed by today's episode of The Gospel Truth. Andrew and Jamie wish to share their sincere gratitude for all the grace partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your generous partnership enables us to take the gospel, the nearly too good to be true news to the ends of the earth. May God richly bless you for your faithfulness. If you're not already partnering with Andrew Womack Ministries, we encourage you to join us in this great harvest today. Andrew's teaching titled, A Sure Foundation, is available in a brand new book for a gift of any amount. This teaching is also available as a CD album recorded live from a Gospel Truth conference or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Also today, Andrew is relaunching his Living Commentary. This updated Living Commentary is a Bible program for both Mac and PC which allows you to study through the Bible with Andrew. This one-of-a-kind living commentary allows you to regularly download his most recent footnotes and commentary on over 22,000 verses. This redesigned living commentary is available as a download for both Mac and PC for a gift of $120 or more exclusively as a website-only offer on awmi.net. Or you can get the Living Commentary as part of the Assure Foundation package, which includes your choice of either the CD or DVD album, the book, and the Living Commentary. This package has a catalog value of $165, but you can get it today for only $135. Also, today's individual audio CD is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. Our helpline number is 719-635-1111. If the lines are busy, remember, you can order ministry materials or become a Grace Partner 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at awmi.net. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. We'd like to point out Andrew's upcoming speaking schedule. Mark your calendars to come meet Andrew at one of these events and let the Word of God transform your life. In the month of April, Andrew will be in Woodland Park, Colorado to host a special concert with John Tesh and Dave Bell and the Moment Band. In May, he'll be in Louisville, Texas, Irving, Texas for a Gospel Truth Seminar, and Fort Worth, Texas. 
Also in May, Andrew will be in Telford, England for the annual UK Grace and Faith Conference with speakers Wendell Parr, John Donnelly, Dominic Burns, and Dwayne Sheriff. In June, he'll be at the Sanctuary in Woodland Park for the Kingdom Business Summit with special guests Willie Robertson, Dr. Henry Cloud, Andrew Mason, Lance Walnow, Paul Milligan, Billy Epperhart, Dr. Dean Radke, and Karen Conrad. In July, Andrew will be in Woodland Park for the annual Summer Family Bible Conference along with speakers Barry Bennett, Stephen Bransford, Carrie Pickett, Greg Moore, Wendell Parr, Paul Milligan, Lawson Perdue, Billy Epperhart, Mark Coward, and Congressman Bob McEwen. For more details on Andrew's next meeting in your area, visit our website at awmi.net. Come and join us for the 2019 Healing is Here Conference. This will be an extraordinary time of healing and inspiration from the Word of God. Mark your calendars for August 13th through 16th and join us in Woodland Park, Colorado for this free conference.